finally found somebody to one up you, Elena. <laughs> we did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so Her name week. is Yutka Trivedi, and she's of Indian descent. But but she was born in Indonesia, and she went to Singapore, and then after that to Japan, and then to Malaysia. And then to the United States, but then her parents are now in Thailand. Yeah. It's a lot to remember. Oh, man. I got that down. Yeah. We had an amazing time sitting down with her. She's got a lot of cool stories to tell, especially, like, from somebody who's lived in so many different Southeast Asian countries. Yeah, definitely. And all the different cultures and how they interact and Mm -hmm. things like that. And Again, how amazing Singapore is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hey, Yukta, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. <laughs> Welcome back to 10 Weeks. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah. yeah. So, good friend uh, of Nitya's roommate. Indeed. Actually, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Nitya's roommate. Shout out to Nitya. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, we'll just jump right back into it. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties, so we had to like yeah. uh, redo this part it's of the good. episode, but we're back on track. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> so, jumping back into it. Um, you're of Indian descent, but you've lived in several countries. Yes. Um, do you mind telling us a little bit about where you've lived? Yeah, so I was born in India and lived there for about a year and a half after I was born. And then since then, my family's been moving. So right after India, we moved to Indonesia for a bit, um, followed by Singapore, Japan, Malaysia. And then I graduated from high school from Malaysia and came to L.A. At the same time, my parents moved to Thailand. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I guess we'll kind of go chronologically from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born in India, moved to Indonesia. Why, why the move? Basically, my dad's job. Okay. Yeah, okay. he kind of just, like, moves based on his company, and so hmm. that's the primary reason why we move around so much. I see. Yeah. Is, is he involved with the military at all? Or is no. So, he works for a food and ingredients company, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And it's, it's like a pretty global company, so mm-hmm. he just gets assigned different regions, like obviously within Asia, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so based on where he's assigned, we just kind of move with him, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's been great. <laughs> cool. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. How long do you usually stay in like one place? Usually around three to four years. Um, okay. Singapore was kind of a weird one where we were there for about seven years, so it was a little yeah. odd, <laughs> yeah. um, but usually three to four years, yeah. That's a that's a good time span. It's to a good kind yeah. Of get assimilated, get like exactly get a feel of the culture yeah, exactly. and understand yeah. everything, mm-hmm. and then okay, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, were you relatively like when did you leave India and move to Indonesia? I was a year and a half. So okay. yeah. So you don't really remember a whole lot from there, right? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I go back to India almost like <coughs> once a year, or even sometimes oh, twice okay. a year. So yeah. it's like. It's definitely not like I don't go there, um, but yeah. yeah, I haven't lived there, I guess. And you still like, have like relatives. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. both of my parents' families, most of them are in India, so mm-hmm. that's how. That's why I go back so much. Gotcha. In like the northwestern area as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, pretty much in Gujarat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let's say okay, you're in Indonesia when you're like three to four years old. Those are your first childhood memories that you develop. What is something that you remember vividly from your childhood living in that country? 
honestly whenever someone asks me like oh what's your first memory or like (laughs) you know i think of indonesia i have like two very distinct memories and i I really don't know why but one of them is just eating custard at home like in my living room that's like one of my first strongest memories um and a second one is oh my gosh i'm so sorry um a second one is my fifth birthday party like when i turned five Mm -hmm. we did it at this like I don't know if it was a golf course. I don't know what it was, but it, it had like this little hut. And we were just like playing those games where you get into a potato sack and you like jump oh, around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's like the, the two memories, I guess, that I have from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then obviously, like, I remember a lot about like the area I was living in. They have this really famous snack in Indonesia called krupuk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like this chip, like, crispy fried thing is it, <laughs> um, is it potato as well no it's not potato i actually don't really know what it's made out of but it's <laughs> it's really it's like chips basically okay, okay. um so yeah after school i'd like walk with my mom and we'd go get that and then play in the park for a bit and come back so um, yeah that was kind of like my daily routine almost man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it was cool it warms my heart like those types of memories are like, i know yeah, yeah it just like reminds <laughs> you of how amazing Mm-hmm. your childhood was yeah, yeah. food especially has that mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah food like now whenever someone says krupuk I'm like where you know <laughs> like yeah. where can I go to the park <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like I have to go to the park after I eat this yeah. you know yeah. yeah but it was awesome man have you mm-hmm. have you been back to Indonesia since um I did I think once after but that was also when I was like eight or nine years old so okay. not too much we actually went to spend an Indian holiday with some of our family friends that were still in in indonesia mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's why we went back in indonesia there's like a lot of um indians as well mm-hmm. there's like quite a big indian community so we kind of just went back to celebrate diwali which is the new year for india mm-hmm. there cool yeah <laughs> yeah indonesia's got like a lot of mm, i don't know interest I feel like recently with like a lot of travel Instagrammers and stuff for going sure. there. Yeah, yeah like definitely. Bali yeah, and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely becoming super commercialized. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kinda nice to see that transformation, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a tourist haven. For sure, thing. for sure. Yeah. It's great that it's like becoming more like people are becoming more aware of, mm-hmm. of Indonesia yeah. and I guess that region in general. You know, like Southeast Asia. Yeah, it's beautiful yeah. down there. Yeah, for real, mm-hmm. it is. It really is, yeah. Cool. So after Indonesia, how old are you when you moved to Singapore? Five. Five, five. years old. Okay, so that was just after your five-year-old birthday. <coughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Probably like two months after. <coughs> two months oh, wow. After. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I just turned five. Mm-hmm. And you're starting school now. Yes. yes. So I'm starting kindergarten. K- K2. K2. So which is like the second, you know, there's like, oh, I don't know if it's the same here, but there's K1 and K2. Okay, so, so I did like preschool to kindergarten. I guess, thing? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started yeah. kindergarten in Singapore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you were there for seven years. Seven so. years. So till oh, the wow. end okay, of yeah. sixth grade. So and a pretty yeah. good chunk. And <laughs> yeah. That was like, um, what was it? I mean, like elementary school sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. it ends in sixth grade, right? Yes. Yeah. It okay. ends in fifth grade. So one year of middle oh, school. Fifth grade. Okay. And then, one year of kindergarten and five years of elementary. Okay, so it was like, I mean, that was like your childhood. So yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Singapore is definitely the place, like, I still visit a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I was there for, like, 
a long time this summer. My sister lives there too, so oh, wow. yeah. So I go back a lot. Um, it is like when I think of home, I guess Singapore maybe hmm. might be like the f- yeah when it geographically, I guess yeah. right yeah yeah yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah so <laughs> I mean Ben and I are learning a lot from these guests that we have on the show and. Last week we had on our friend Ryan, he's also from Singapore, Oh, cool! and he was telling us a lot about how living in Singapore, you're exposed to a lot of diversity, mm-hmm. and it's actually like part of the government's program to, it, oh, what's the word that they use, it's not like forced diversity, but it's just like exposing you. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. make like sure that. people who you're surrounded by are not necessarily the same way that you are. Yeah. And I was curious to see if you were exposed to that type of you know, dynamic as well. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think um, Singapore itself, it has a lot of, like, people that have migrated there from different parts of the world. So you have Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people from India that have been there for, like, generations, Mm -hmm. and then people from China, people from Malaysia, um, even a lot of people from Europe. So there's definitely, like, a very diverse range in people, um, not just, like, local Singaporean people. So it is, it's it's really great. And, And back to the whole, like, thing where the government kind of almost enforces this diversity mm-hmm. it's actually like there are five languages i believe that are like commonly spoken commonly spoken in singapore and you look at any like sign on the road or something everything will be written in those five languages wow. so yeah so it's it's extremely diverse it's very um i guess very like accepting and yeah. like mm-hmm. they definitely want it to be home for like a diverse range mm-hmm. of people so yeah i mean it is it is very difficult to unite people who exactly. come from so many different backgrounds, speak so many different languages, mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of what's shaped countries and, and things like that, yeah. especially in Europe, for so long. I mean, the only sort of outlier in that is Switzerland or yeah. something like that, but yeah. that's sort of, that's really crazy to me to have yeah. five different, like, like, commonly spoken languages. Like national languages, national languages. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome, yeah. It's <clears throat> super cool. Which I guess has some parallels to India as well, because mm-hmm. there's so many different dialects. Yeah. Yeah, so actually one of the dial- the main dialects in India is Tamil, um, and it's, it is one of the national languages in Singapore too, because so, mm-hmm. a lot of people from South India, which is where Tamil is most widely mm-hmm. spoken, um, migrated to Singapore, <coughs> so yeah, it's, there are a lot of parallels, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What were your, sort of, what, do you, what did you enjoy most about growing up in Singapore? There's so many different facets of the mm-hmm. culture there that are different, yeah. unique. Um, I think, well, obviously, we went, we just went over this, like, the diversity. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that when you're at that age, it is super important to be exposed to, like, a diverse range in people, just so you can kind of learn how to be able to talk to anyone or, like, communicate with anyone. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one part of Singapore that I think really stuck with me. I think another part would probably just have to be like its efficiency. <laughs> like yeah. Singapore is so efficient. Like I don't think any other country I've lived in is this efficient. Like based on its public transport, I guess its size kind of helps yeah, too. It's, it's very small. Um, but just like public transportation, it's you know, it's just like all of its systems in the country are so they just run so efficiently, and it it just saves a lot of time almost yeah, yeah. yeah. come here and it's yeah. like it just drive to Santa Monica <laughs> <Yeah>. 30 minutes <laughs> no yeah so um there's that too and obviously just like being 
in a school with you know people from everywhere because I did go to an international school um just the fact that you know Singapore fosters these kind of schooling systems where mm-hmm. it kind of wants that like international like diverse environment, environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's just it's really awesome and I really enjoyed that so yeah yeah, we I really admire what Singapore does in terms mm-hmm. of providing yeah. classes. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I know. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of just just like why didn't like this occur to other people? Yeah. Well, you know? the first time I've heard of yeah. It. For real. Mm-hmm. For real. And it's this like tiny, tiny country that you know yeah. has like the initiative to put it forward. For real, and it's like so small, but it's like mm-hmm. booming. Like oh, yeah. it's crazy, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Do you think it will ever sort of grow too much for the size? I definitely. Yeah. yeah. I was there this summer and it was crowded. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. get on trains at peak hour and like you can't breathe. Like it's so crowded. Yes. It's it's insane. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it makes sense just because it's like, I guess, the hub of expat life, but. It's just going a little crazy now, and I, I don't know how they're gonna cope with it. Um, but it is growing a little too fast, or I mean, not too fast, but there's yeah. a lot of people. There. I'm not sure if you know or like know the answer to this, but um, that got me thinking. Like, for Man in Manhattan, like a lot of people commute in from Long Island and Brooklyn, or mm-hmm. yeah, different suburbs. Yeah, different suburbs yeah. to like go to work there. Is there a similar thing in Singapore where like people live outside of the country and then come in? Just um, in Malaysia, for example. Yeah, yeah, actually, it is it is common for people. So the the closest city to Singapore, because Singapore is surrounded by water, it's like yeah. an island. It's mm-hmm. um, there, it yeah. It's a peninsula, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it kind of knocks out like Indonesia and any yeah. other surrounding country. It's like a boat over there. It, I, I guess yeah, that would work too. <laughs> um, might take a while, but yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So the closest city is Johor Bahru in. In Malaysia so there are quite a few people that commute almost daily that I know of because especially like when my dad was working in Singapore I'd hear him say a lot like oh this colleague lives in Malaysia like he comes here every day or mm-hmm. she comes here every day <laughs> um, and yeah it's just it's really easy I guess for them because the border <clears throat> immigration is just like really fast obviously like I mentioned efficient yeah. so <laughs> it's yeah a lot of people do do that for sure mm-hmm. yeah interesting Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think Singapore has become so popular internationally and sort of like the hub, like you were talking about? What do you yeah. think is like the main, uh, like attractive aspect of it? I guess. Um, I don't know. It's actually kind of hard to say when you've like lived there for so long. But yeah, it's hard to get an outside yeah, perspective. I guess. But I guess kind of just the fact that it's like such a modern city in yeah. Southeast almost Asia. It seems like a utopia. It is almost, yeah. yeah. And it's just like it has everything. You know, it has like like a city life and it also has like, you know, go to Malaysia like two hours drive and you could be on a beach or like fly to Thailand and in two hours you're in Thailand. So it's also very like centrally located to all these places. That's true. Um, yeah, especially like I know when a lot of my family members they come or like go visit Singapore it's like they have the intention of going to another place in Southeast Asia too so I guess it's just Mm -hmm. a very good connecting area Mm -hmm. or like country for people to visit and then go to another place so Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that got me thinking how 
Did you listen to Nitya's episode at all? I have not yet. Okay, yeah. she she kept mentioning how like Panama was the hub of the world. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I, I, I think I want to challenge her on that. <laughs> yeah, I think Singapore is a pretty good candidate <laughs> yeah. for that. Ooh, sparking roommate arguments. <laughs> roommate, yeah. Boy. So after Singapore, you went to Japan. Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I love <laughs> yes. Japan. Yeah. yeah, I and love Japan too. And that was more too. like middle school years, yeah. Yeah, so seventh grade to ninth grade, so early high school and middle school. Was yeah. this international school as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know the schooling system in Japan can be a little intimidating at times. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I definitely know that the local system there <coughs> is different, um, but yeah, it was <laughs> in an international school, yeah. so yeah. Where in Japan did you guys live? So we were in Tokyo. Um, pretty yeah, pretty central Tokyo. That was, that was really amazing. That yeah. that place is like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's sprawling. It's, it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> like I, if someone had to ask me like my favorite city in the world, I'd probably say Tokyo. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's, I love it. Um, yeah. So which uh, which borough in Tokyo? We were in this area called Azabujuban. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like I don't close think to, I've visited there. It's close to Roppongi. If you, okay. if you know Rapungi. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where have you visited? So when I went to, I did all like the touristy stuff. Yeah. I went to like Shibuya, Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, just like all the, well, like I said, touristy, touristy spots. Touristy spots, yeah. Not um, too far. But even me. then, like, it's it's so cool how like, uh, crap, what was the, there's like a area with all these arcades and like all the video game and like video game stores and like high Eight story tall malls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, crap, I can't. <laughs> no, I, I can't. Think what are you talking about? Head. But yeah, there's like this area where all the anime things were, and then okay. you take a subway, and like the next stop is, you know, like the Emperor's Palace. Yeah. It's so It's cool. wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do in Tokyo. Like, I don't think, like, I, I was there for like three years, and I still haven't, like, done yeah. probably 90% of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, That's crazy. Yeah. It's, and I, I remember the place, it's called Akihabara. Akihabara, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't remember, but that sounds cool. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great great country, though, overall. When did you go? Uh, I think it was, well, it was two years ago now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, for like a vacation? Yeah, mm-hmm. a week vacation, yeah. Yeah. Um, funny story, we went to go see Mount Fuji mm-hmm. at a there's like this lake called Hokone mm-hmm, yeah. and we went there and we were hoping to see Mount Fuji because like in the pictures like you can see across like Mount Fuji's across the lake from the place that you stay at Yeah. and we go there and it's pouring rain no <laughs> so we're like, the one day yeah we the can't see day. anything we're only there for one day yeah and we ended up just being like screw it you know yeah. we're here already might as well just go walk around uh-huh. So we walked around the entire day in the rain, and by the end, my shoes were like so like you could squeeze water out. Of it. <laughs> Yikes! That's not fun. Yeah, not fun. Was this in the summer? It or was. Something? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, at least it wasn't cold then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then now you're like sweating. So and ew! Rain. No. Yeah. It's nasty. That's, that's gross. No. You get a shower as you're walking around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Speaking of Mount Fuji, fun fact though, like my school was actually really. It was pretty far from where I lived. It was like. 25 kilometers so mm-hmm. I don't know what that is in miles maybe like 15 10, 10 15 miles yeah 10 yeah so it was, it was a little far like an hour by bus um, but on my drive there like on the school bus mm-hmm. there was a certain like part like section of the bus ride 
where you could see Mount Fuji oh, like no off way. the highway. Yeah, it was really cool on clear days though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the school is outside of Tokyo City. Yeah, so it was in this area called Chofu, which is like I guess an hour outside of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's a pretty long ride. Yeah. It was. Yeah. One day I remember um, it was a snow day and we had already gone to school and we had to yeah. you know they like let us go early because yeah. Tokyo is not I guess the most equipped for snow um, it doesn't snow there too much okay. so yeah I had a great nine hour bus ride back home oh so <laughs> that was Jeez. that was fun yeah, yeah getting out early <laughs> I know yeah left at one reaches home at like ten <laughs> that's yeah. awful it was, it was I hate crazy. to be like locked in that I know yeah, I didn't have any friends much. on my bus and it was oh. just oh, gross and it was all wet because snow yeah. and yeah just everything oh, was so slow but yeah <laughs> well on a happier note <laughs> let's talk about um what was your favorite memory in tokyo or mm. living in japan i think definitely like all the trips i took with my family to like mm-hmm. different parts of tokyo um or sorry japan not tokyo <laughs> um oh i love the trains there like the yeah, the Shinkansen, yeah. yeah, it's that's it's so cool. You're like sitting and it feels like you're floating, but moving at like 300 kilometers per hour, <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, yeah, it was amazing. That was definitely super fun. Obviously, like yeah, like I mentioned, going to different cities. We went to like Kyoto and Hiroshima. Got to see like the museum in Hiroshima, the World War Two museum, mm-hmm. and that was also really really cool and interesting. Um, I've never like really looked into or even been to Hiroshima, but mm-hmm. I'm just curious like how's how have they like recovered since Yeah. Like it's you would never know that anything ever happened people there. Still, wow. People live like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like literally a fully functioning city. Oh. Um it's 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 kind of crazy because we went to the site like exactly where the bomb was dropped and the building there has been preserved like the way yeah. it was since the bombing. Um but then you like look around and everything else is normal. So it's kind of just crazy. like it never happened. But then yeah. you look at this building and you're like, wow, it kind of just like thinking about it gives me the yeah. chills right now. Yeah. But it's wild to just see how a city was completely destroyed. And now it's just That's like it so never happened. Eerie, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. I was in um, this past summer. I was actually in Dresden, Germany. Okay, which cool. Which is like famous for the firebombings there. Right? Yeah. And it's kind of weird because one half of the city is completely preserved and like all old and stuff mm-hmm. and all these buildings that were built in like the like way back in like the thousands or whatever yeah are just blackened because they're just the fire was the like bombs. so insane yeah. so all these buildings are just black stone and mm-hmm. you walk across the street and it's like fully built brand new buildings and it's yeah like so crazy to see it's just like literally right across the street it's just like black buildings and then brand new glass steel mm-hmm. structures it's like oh, it's crazy the crazy. contrast you're like yeah how 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 mm-hmm. did anyone ever recover from this? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess back <clears> to the question, like visiting all those cities, the food, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the food <laughs> that like I could go on for hours <coughs> talking just about the food, and that, yeah, it's crazy because I'm actually vegetarian, but I oh. never felt like I was ever missing out on anything just because yeah. everything was always so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. So ramen itself isn't even, it's not vegetarian, the broth. I mean, yes. So I guess with the exception of the broth, I just don't eat the meat. (laughs) Because it tastes so good. Like, I just, like, make the exception for ramen. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. yeah, you have to. There's, <laughs> there's no way. I can't not eat ramen. Like, yeah. So good. Even here, like in Tatsu and stuff, yeah. it, the ramen is amazing. Just like yeah. two miles down. Exactly. Sato, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. <clears throat> so love Japanese food. And yeah. you're talking about doing those trips and things like that. Was that mostly like during like off school for mm-hmm. like seasons or whatever? Yeah, so like spring break or yeah. the summer. Sometimes I actually went with my... Like, we do school trips to, like, oh, know, cool. different places, yeah. too. So that was cool. Like, we did a ski trip in, like, Nagano, which is famous for its, like, ski for skiing there. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we also went to, like, Mount Fuji from school once, too, and Hiroshima from school. So mm. it, was, it was really yeah. cool. Yeah. It's such a beautiful country. It's, it really mm. is. I It's, like so different to the rest of the world I feel it's just like on its yeah. own level like how's that it's just so like advanced like I don't know have you guys been to like I guess like Daiso right you know like you go yeah. in and there's something for everything like there's literally a device <laughs> for anything you know like true. yeah so it's just like imagine a whole country yeah like that like, thought of everything. They, they've, they've <laughs> thought of everything everything has a solution it's mm-hmm. just there's no me. trash on the streets. Yeah, no trash. Everything's pristine. The air is so like clear and clean, and it's just it feels like another world almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So after Japan, we're moving to Malaysia. Malaysia, right? Okay. So kind of like coming back home. Yeah, it was like it was all heat, like in Southeast Asia, and right. then there was a spike up to Japan and then <laughs> yeah. back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then Malaysia for high school. I see. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting it all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just got to timeline it out, you know? Yeah. And were, were you close to Singapore, or was it, like, more northern Malaysia? Uh, no. Well, like, a five-hour drive. We were in Kuala Lumpur, which is, like, the capital. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, like, about a five-hour drive from Singapore. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. like, an hour flight. So I guess here to SF. Okay. The same distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not too bad. Either. No, yeah. Definitely really close. Yeah. And during this time, you're kind of like obviously thinking a little bit more about what you want to do, like moving on after high school. Mm-hmm. Did the thought of ever coming to the United States cross your mind at all during high school? Or like, has it, has it always been like a dream of yours? Or was it just like, you know, fuck it, like I'll, I'll apply <laughs> to some of these schools and see what yeah. happens? Yeah, I guess. Um, it wasn't like it was always there at the back of my mind like not just the US so I guess the way that like the schools I was in kind of worked they did kind of gear their entire education system towards coming to either the US or the UK or Australia for university mm-hmm. um, so and was that because you're in an international school yeah or? I guess so yeah um, and so it was definitely like something that was that I always knew, kind of, and I have an older sister, and she she also like studied abroad, so she like mm-hmm. went to the UK to study. So um, it was like I I almost knew that I was either gonna go to like the UK or the US. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I guess I started thinking about it more when I and like started living in Malaysia, entered like eleventh and twelfth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be like a completely different topic. I was just thinking a little bit about like the regions that you were in. <clears throat> and I was curious to see if there are like certain similarities in terms of culture, like the way that people carry themselves. 
mm-hmm. among these South Asian countries compared to maybe Japan or compared yeah. to the United States? Like anything that particularly sticks out to you? Yeah, definitely. I think um, when it comes to the Southeast Asian countries, they're. I just I feel like they are slightly more diverse in their cultures, like especially like you mentioned with Singapore, um, even in Malaysia. It's just there's such a large like expat community slash migrant community. So like even in Malaysia, there's a lot of the population that's you know they've immigrated from India or China mm-hmm. or like Europe. Um, so I guess there's you see a lot more diversity in like Southeast Asian countries than perhaps say Japan. Um, mm-hmm. Just because in Japan, yes, there is like obviously a huge expat community there too, but like the whole concept of like people having migrated to Japan and living there for generations isn't as right. common mm-hmm. I guess yeah yeah, um, yeah that's do you feel like the native culture like the Malaysian culture the Singaporean culture remains intact despite all of these people moving in yeah definitely and <coughs> Malaysian and Singapore culture actually is very similar um, they were I guess kind of like the same country until like very recently mm-hmm. until the 1960s yeah. so yeah, so they have, they do have a very strong culture, um, but it's also kind of really cool because you go around, like, say, Kuala Lumpur, and you can cross, like, a Hindu temple, and then the next lane, there might be a mosque, yeah. or, like, a Christian church, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, you definitely see that the countries are kind of accounting for all of these different like people that are moving in and it's almost like kind of like a progressive way of looking at what like culture is and you know it doesn't have to necessarily be like the root of like how it used to be in like purely Malaysian culture it's Mm. almost like Malaysian culture now is kind of like a culmination of all of those other cultures yeah Yeah. and I just I love seeing that I love seeing like how it's so diverse Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess yeah yeah there's always like reference back to this is way that this is the way that we were mm-hmm. in history. Yeah. But yeah. in many ways, doing what these countries are doing right now, or even how we live in the United States, yeah. we're writing the history that you know is <laughs> what we're doing in the present is going to be history in like exactly 10 years or like yeah 20 years. And like culture is not something that's like set in stone. You know, yeah. it's going to change based on different social interactions and mm-hmm. like you know, like here there there's so many different cultures like yeah. in California or all over the country similarly like there it's just culture is like evolving <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the culture is to have so many different exactly yeah. yeah yeah i guess that's what i'm getting at yeah, yeah. that's quite fascinating mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you guys could learn a lot from that i think yeah i mean it, of course it's a lot harder for a larger country to do that yeah for sure but yeah i i i'm optimistic like i feel like things like this like what we're doing with 10 weeks will and like just the way that young people mm-hmm. are exposed to just like information through social media or like just yeah. talking with one another like I feel like there's de- I'm optimistic that there will be more appreciation for like different yeah. like di- people who are different from you essentially mm-hmm. yeah um, I feel like it's already like heading in the yeah, right direction exactly. it, it yeah. really is like the whole world I guess mm-hmm. yeah like back in <clears throat> I remember back in elementary school we had an entire day like I think a week or something like global day or something Mm -hmm. where each kid would come in and share a little bit about his family and like where they're from 
yeah. I thought that was like really cool. That is really cool. <clears throat> we had something similar to that too, um, yeah. where everyone would come dressed in their like ethnic clothing. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It's really cool just to like see all of that happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like be growing up in that too. You know, right? Yeah. It just becomes natural. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. become used to it. You become used to like being around so many different people. Right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're celebrating Christmas and then exactly going to your friend's yeah. bar mitzvah and stuff. Like literally, mm-hmm. exactly that. Yeah, it's just like like <laughs> my family. Like we have Christmas dinners, but we also celebrate, you know, Diwali and like all of these Indian festivals too. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, um, in Malaysia, are there any, or like in Southeast Asia, are there any like national holidays that are incredibly notable, like ones where everyone gets out and like goes go does something with their family or with their friends? Um, I guess there are a few. Um, definitely, there's Eid, which is like, um, like it. Malaysia is a predominantly Muslim country, mm-hmm. so Eid is pretty big there. Um, so that you know that is the one time where like the entire country is off and everyone's kind of just spending time with their family and everyone has a holiday schools have holidays companies yeah. are off um there's that and then obviously you know christmas time around christmas time i'm pretty sure is also a national like holiday hmm. which is again to say like how it's there are varied yeah. holidays yeah, yeah, yeah. um no, they yeah. just wanted two weeks out of school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always, like, had vacation at that time, so. And then New Year's, obviously, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But yeah, those, yeah. Those were pretty much it. I mean, I guess for me, it was, like, summer and, like, winter break and just, like, a week off in, like, fall, but that, that was pretty much it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after Malaysia, you're coming to the United States, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Yes. <laughs> so how how are you enjoying your time at UCLA? Are you involved with any cultural clubs on campus? Um. So I I guess not like formally involved, but I do know that there's like this club called ISU, which is like the Indian Student Union. Oh yeah. Um, and they hold like they have a kind of like annual event for like the main Indian festival which is Diwali um so they had that this year last year the year before that like I've been to all of them (laughs) so yeah it's been like that has been nice I guess like being able to stay like stay connected with my culture despite being so far away from home um but yeah that's that's I guess that and also I guess just like my minor like global studies we kind of do touch on a lot of different parts of the world and i guess i can connect it to a lot of like my own experiences which is really cool so yeah yeah um yeah so you're studying i don't know if we mentioned this but you're studying global studies um music and Econ, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how are you enjoying that so far? <laughs> well, econ's been <laughs> <laughs> econ's been quite 
a pain. <laughs> but I'm hoping the operatives start getting more interesting, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like all the prereqs have been like things that have been kind of boring and just like unreasonably difficult and I'm like mm-hmm. why am I doing this yeah. to myself mm-hmm. I'm definitely feeling the same thing yeah what, what, what majors are you guys we're both mechanical engineers okay yeah. <laughs> wow that's interesting yeah. how are you guys liking that it's rough it's rough <laughs> 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 to say the least no I, I mean it's not that bad yeah I mean um, yeah obviously at the end of the day modest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to be I guess I mean to stay, stay sane yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah think of it as not the worst thing in the world and Hopefully yeah, exactly. it feels I'm still better. UCLA. It's yeah, not. exactly. It'll, it'll turn out fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been okay. <laughs> but yeah, I love being here, so that yeah, definitely makes up for it's it. It's a close. And yeah. I love my minors. And I think the operatives sound really cool for econ, so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Cool. It gets more specific. In like exactly. You get to gear it more towards your interests. Right. You know, you're not just mm-hmm. doing, like, math all the time. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure you guys have to do a lot. Oh, enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, I'm not trying to do more math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, ah, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, in terms of finding little snippets of home here at UCLA, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you do? Like besides going to like Diwali um, celebrations and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably not that often. Like once a year. Anyways, yeah. Um, is there like a place where you super recommend that we should go eat like Indian Ooh. food or Malaysian food or maybe there's this um, I don't know like maybe yeah definitely <clears throat> I don't know I'm sure you guys have Bali Bites have you guys tried mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, I do I really like that right place from Whole Foods really like it's right there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the closest option is probably Bollywood Bites yeah. um, there's this one place though if you guys really want to try out like South Indian food um, it's called Annapurna I guess those then are probably the most popular then like yeah, those two yeah, restaurants probably here through the grapevine exactly well, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um no yeah it's like what, what would you recommend to get there definitely get a dosa okay it's like okay. um a wrap thing. it's not a wrap so it's kind of like or I guess you could make it into a wrap I'm not sure how they serve it but um it's kind of just like a okay well it's made out of like rice and lentils I believe and then you like put the batter it's like a pancake like a savory pancake (laughs) and they give you a bunch of like chutneys which are like sauces I guess sauces and like dal with it and you can just eat it and it's definitely get the dosa (laughs) when you go there you get like a sampler plate yeah yeah Yeah, it's 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 so good Mm. um yeah I'm like from northern India but south Indian food is still my favorite so <laughs> yeah definitely alright all right. <laughs> so I highly recommend Annapurna yeah, you uh, guys yeah, have like we'll, two recommendations yeah, for we'll the same place now yeah. so we have no choice go. but to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I feel like Westwood at this even though it's just like restaurants shutting down like mm-hmm. every other week mm-hmm. um, they still do a pretty good job of catering to for like, sure um, especially 
international students. Yeah. So there's like Northern Cafe down there, yeah. which is so good. I haven't been. Oh, really? Yeah, is, oh, it, yeah, I, is it good? Yeah, I was there just a couple of days ago. Okay. And <laughs> I was there with my friends from um, um, Lambda. And so there's this dish that I really enjoy, and it's from the hometown that my dad's family is mm-hmm. originally from. Um, they're from Sichuan province, which serves really spicy food. And the spice that they have isn't like Mexican spice where it hits you right off the bat. You're like, wow. It's slow. It's, it's a lingering and like, yeah. It stays there. <laughs> and it actually makes your mouth go numb. Like, yeah. you feel like, what? Like, the Chinese word is ma. Ma. Um, and it's the feeling that you have when you like sit on the toilet for too long and you're when you stand up you're, you can't feel your mouth. <laughs> yeah. that's what it feels like you feel those like little tingly like, that's like pins and needles like. yeah, kind of yeah, yeah that's exactly what it's like <laughs> and you, that's like in your mouth <laughs> I love how you thought of the, the yeah. bathroom analogy yeah why uh, okay uh, yeah. but anyways that's the type of flavor that they have <laughs> and they have this dish called um, I'm not sure what it's called but it's made with pig ears Okay. Um, so like, and it's super chewy because they got like all the cartilage in it. Yeah. And honestly, mm. it, it doesn't look that appetizing at all. But I love it. <laughs> it's not that appetizing. It's so good. Yeah, it makes your mouth tingle. Yeah. It's made from pork ears. It's chewy. Chewy and it has cartilage. Mmm. <laughs> Shut up. Love that. It's good. Well, and vegetarian. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, um, no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It sounds. No, yeah, I'll recommend it to my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I made them try, it and they're all just like. They just were really confused about yeah. how, to, how to process what it. Is yeah. But yeah, they have like legitimate real deal Chinese food. Okay, there. awesome. I love like Chinese fried rice. Mm. Chinese fried rice is my favorite kind of yeah. rice. Yeah, so. that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but I'll definitely go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it has like Westwood has so much. Mm-hmm. Like Northern yeah. Cafe, Indian food, um, Italian. Have you been to Cava? Cava, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Bella Pita. Oh, Bella Pita's really good. Bella Pita is <laughs> so Pita. good. It's so it's like, good. It's pretty cheap, too. It's exactly. I was yeah, going to say, like, Kava like, can be, like, borderline expensive, but yeah. um, Bella Pita is, like, good for its price. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So good. I love Bella The Pita. hack is, like, you eat your Bella Pita or whatever, mm-hmm. like, put all the toppings or whatever in it, and then you go back and fill it up with lettuce so you're like a little side salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make use of the like seven dollars yeah, you right. pay. <laughs> seven, eight dollars, yeah. You so have to. It's a college college budget hack. For yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> like ever since going like moving to the apartments, I've been like trying to you know Yeah like you, be, you, you just have to make use of all of these. Exactly, yeah. for real. It's yeah, it's a lot. And do you and the, yeah you and you live together. Yes. Do you guys cook Indian food together at all? Yeah, or? we actually cooked two nights ago. Two nights ago? Yeah, two mm. nights ago. We made this thing called chole. Um, it's like chickpeas in like gravy. So mm. it's like a common North Indian dish. And so we cooked that together. And that was really fun. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. We cook, we cook together quite a bit. Yeah. Do you have like roommate dinner sort of thing or is it just dinner? I mean, that day was just us. Usually, okay. it's like, I, I don't know, it's like so hard to cook for more than, it's, there's six of us in an apartment, oh, wow. okay, yeah. so it gets kind of hard to cook for more than like three people at yeah, once, right, yeah. so <laughs> usually it's just like two or three people cooking together, if we even cook together, Yeah. but sometimes it's fun to just like relax and cook, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And especially when you're like, oh, I'm craving Indian food, let's make something, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we cook together. Did you learn from your mother or just through like recipes or... No, a lot from my mom. I guess, like, 
observing the way she cooks and like this summer especially she like drilled a lot of things into my head she's like you're going to an apartment like you need to know how to cook and yeah i was not put you through the boot camp yeah for real and it was like i was procrastinating it the whole summer and then the last week i was like in the kitchen 24 7 like i was literally in the kitchen (laughs) yeah but definitely like if i hadn't done that i don't know what i would be doing right now so appreciate it yeah Yeah. so you do go back to Family yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Over the summer mm-hmm. and winter break this year. So mm-hmm. you said they're back in Thailand. Right mm-hmm. now too? Thailand. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, gotcha. they're in Thailand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. <laughs> it's cool. So we're running a bit low on time, but okay. I just wanted to, you know, ask one last question to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so living in all these different countries and absorbing all these different cultures and knowledge and stuff what is the one thing that you feel like you've learned that maybe like people who live in the United States their entire life wouldn't really know or appreciate like what is one thing Mm -hmm. that you felt that is the most valuable thing that set you apart yeah um, by having all these experiences um well I guess one thing I guess I don't know if I can say that people here wouldn't have this because I'm sure I'm sure like different circumstances would lead to this but I feel like adaptability like to just like Hmm. different environments it's it's something that I feel like I'm getting better at and Mm. and I think the whole like moving process has definitely yeah played the biggest role in that um yeah I guess there's that because like when you're in 10th grade and you've just moved into like a new high school yeah. with completely yeah. new people and, and you know 10th grade is like people aren't young like people are you know yeah. annoying <laughs> in 10th grade yeah so and they've already it, made their connections from first exactly year yeah like so they already have their core group of friends and it, it's it's like tough but then you know you have to be like adaptable to situations and you have to know that okay you have to find like concrete solutions to figuring out all these problems and I think mm-hmm. that this whole process has kind of made me a lot more adaptable to situations and I hope that like this quality will help me not just like if I move in the future but also like at work or in like my Mm -hmm. career or just even in like university there's so many like problems you guys know like that just pop out of nowhere you just have to like adapt to them you know (laughs) and so I guess there's that yeah Wow, that's, that's, that's a great answer. That. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely something incredibly admirable. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing for doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome having you. Yeah. So one last thing. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Maybe something that you're working on your Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. We can kind of roll out like the red carpet. So <laughs> speak, sure. I mean, I love, I guess my Visco. Oh, I've really right. been working on like <laughs> building my visco. I yeah, I'm like kind of into photography, so I've been just like putting stuff out there. But it's in my Instagram bio. <laughs> if anyone wants to check that out, my Instagram bio is yukta dot baby. Is that I don't know how you guys like yeah, that sure. yet? Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put you yeah. on our Instagram as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do a little two way street here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks yeah, for thanks. having me. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Thank you.